welcome, ladies, germs, and people of all genders to a very special uh, Real Films movie review. Uh, and I believe this is our fourth movie review uh, that we've done. Uh, not like an official episode, kind of like a mini review to kind of help people decide whether or not they should go check out new horror movies. Um, we had previously done one on Us, one on Pet Cemetery, one on Ma, and today we are doing Child's Play. And I am Curtis, and today I have a very special guest host. Unfortunately, Taylor was not able to see Child's Play this weekend, but who was able to see Child's Play was our very special guest host. You want to introduce yourself, guest host? What up, everyone? It's producer Chanel, a.k.a. just Chanel. Not really a producer, but yeah, here I am. We saw Chucky last Friday. Last Friday, Friday a few days ago. Correct. This will be dropping on Wednesday. We're recording on Monday, so we, you know, we'll have seen it less than a week ago when it dropped. And I've been rethinking the producer thing. I think you're more of um, the creative head. You give me a lot of great ideas for the podcast. That is um, true. I'm just buttering up you right now because you're about to make dinner. But yeah. um, anyway, uh, yeah, you help a lot with the content, a lot of the ideas, and we're really appreciative to have you on the podcast today. Because again, unfortunately, Taylor was not able to check it out. She's in the middle of moving to her new home in, uh, well, she's staying in Tallahassee, but in a different part of Tallahassee. And um, anyway, uh, do you want to, before we go in, I mean, you know, obviously Taylor and I are more, you know, we watch horror movies all the time. And do you want to talk a little bit more about your experience with horror just really quickly so we can get an idea of what kind of viewpoint um, you're coming from here? Yeah. Well, I am forced to watch horror movies constantly. Um, I mean, even before the podcast, you mm-hmm. were constantly just begging me. That's to, all my movie recommendations yeah, have ever been. Terrifying things that keep me up at night. Um, I, I mean, I don't know if I'd say I'm a more casual horror fan. I definitely am more into slashers, which I think has been brought up a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, I things stick with me very easily i'm still afraid of the candy man and Yorona being in our guest bathroom every night so um yeah you know i tend to like the more fun horror versus scare the shit out of you horror well speaking of fun horror then yeah. that's a perfect segue into this movie uh so we're gonna do the normal three things normally we kind of give our three things three then three i think we're gonna go back and forth today because I'm running the podcast today, so I get to choose what we do. Um, Chanel, do you want to talk about your first thing with yeah. Child's Play then? All right. So first off, and I think most importantly, I hate the new Buddy doll. The moment that we watched the trailer together and I saw the creepy face, I think growing up in Tampa, um, John Gruden used to be the coach of the Buccaneers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shout out to John Gruden. Mm-hmm. Um, and his nickname is Chucky. So growing up, there were just Chucky dolls all over Tampa. So it's like a very familiar face. I watched the um, Child's Play movies with my sisters growing up and, you know, loved them. And the face, the old face was scary. But not like still childish. I still think. childish, and like I think based on like where they went with the direction of the new film, they did make it more. I don't even can call it more lifelike. It's more like animatronic looking. See, I kind of like that, you know. Yeah. And you know, none of my three things are that, but I kind of I kind of like the look of the doll. I thought it was scary, but also like could pull off kind of the deadpan humor that it had, but. I'm not as attached to Chucky as you are, clearly. 
Absolutely hated it. Well, my first thing, I'm starting off on a negative, I see. Anyway, um, my first thing is a more of a positive is that, you know, I've heard a lot of criticism. Most of the criticism I've heard about this film is that it could have been another movie. It didn't have to be a child's play movie, which whatever I get. I don't tend to get too, you know, stuck in the mud about stuff like that because I'm not a, I'm not I'm generally I, Taylor says this all the time, but it's kind of true for me too, a little bit less. So I'm not like really a series person. I haven't watched all the Chucky movies I've watched. One, and I was uh, forever scarred by two. Um, as I recently told you, there was a scene in there where a teacher gets killed by Chucky using a ruler that has stuck in my head. And I recently realized that was from two and not one <laughs> or, uh, or three or whatever. But anyway, I, um, I thought that, you know, while that kind of is true, I think, you know, I... I thought that the concept of the Chucky movies, you know, if someone made like a killer doll movie with this, if this was the same exact movie, and it was called something else. People would say it's ripping off child's play. Um, with that said, though, it does have the basic concept of the Chucky movies, like a doll comes to life and kills people. But it has an updated premise. And I think, you know, where it's all about the integration of technology in someone's home where the mm-hmm. buddy doll kind of is able to turn on the lights and turn on the TV. So there's a lot of really cool stuff involving that. And I also think, you know, it's kind of a good mesh of all parts of the Child's Play movies. You know, you have the scary parts and then you have the humor parts, which I think doing both of those at the same time is really hard to pull off. And I've never seen any of the later Chucky movies, but I, from what I understand is that they became less scary and more funny. It's really hard to pull off both scary and funny, which I think this movie does really, really well. And so I do think it is... While it is a child's play movie and it takes a lot of elements and combines them into this one movie, I think that um, the updated premise kind of means it's like a little bit different and unique among, um, you know, the child's play movies. And I think, you know, you can take that as a criticism. It should have been called something else. But, you know, I don't really care about that. And I think it's a really good child's play movie. And I think it's a really good horror movie in general. So that's my first thing. Yeah. I guess I shouldn't have started off on such a negative, but really, that face is creepy. No, if that's the first but, thing you come away from. <laughs> yeah, you, you are say. you are right. The overall concept and the remake was good. I think that having it be more like technology based, obviously, is like current with today, mm-hmm. but also like kind of terrifying. Scary to think about it something is really like scary. that actually happening. Um, all right, so on to my point number two, and this. Uh, is kind of a... I don't want to call it a throwaway. Okay, I don't know her name, but I obviously love when any um, non-male character is being a badass. And during one of the more intense scenes, I guess, I'm trying to keep it spoiler-free, mm-hmm. um, The and I don't know any of the characters' names yeah. other than Chucky. I'm we didn't do any research for this. No we research. just watched it and... Are just yeah, now. just some thoughts. Yeah. All right, so the main kid's friend, who I am guessing identifies as a girl, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, Young lady is a badass. Like all the boys are kind of like cowering, and she was like, "Come on, motherfuckers." Um, so my other uh, co point with that is that Paperboy from Atlanta mm-hmm. is in mm-hmm. this and is also a badass he is a cop fuck the police but you know there's even a joke about that in the movie too the kids are basically saying five o's here you know whenever he walks by um 
so yeah, that's my kind of combo point too, is that I just really appreciate um, a non-male character and a person of color being great in a mostly white, I guess, Aubrey Plaza is maybe Latina? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't but know a mostly like white dominated movie. Well, I kind of, my point number two is kind of piggybacking off of that and is that's the performances, the actors in this film. I loved the actor who plays Paperboy, whose name like always eludes me, um, but uh, I'm sure Chanel will look it up right now. I thought he was great. I love him in Atlanta um, I, and I loved him in this film. Um, Aubrey Plaza was fantastic as the mom. She was, I thought she was yeah. better than the original mom in the original Child's Play. I'm not a huge fan of the original Child's Play though, so maybe I'm just a little biased. And Quick aside, the child's name is Andy because it, at the beginning she yells Andy and it is like in the same intonation as her yelling at Andy in Parks and Rec. Yeah, and I thought that amazing. was hilarious. Yeah, and the kid in this film is great. Um, it, you know, a really great child actor. He's not, I think he's a little bit overshadowed by... Mm-hmm. Um, the other two actors and uh, I mentioned, but I still thought he was fantastic. Most of the kids in this movie were fantastic. And then finally, Mark Hamill as the doll, which I know was a controversial mm-hmm. choice because Chucky has always been played by the same voice actor. I thought he did a great job because it's not, it doesn't call for the same... T- it In the original Child's Play films, the doll is inhabited by like a spirit. In this film, he's malfunctioning. So the way Mark Hamill played it is like very deadpan but like sinister and i just really really love the way that he played the doll so um you know that was actually you know that was probably my favorite performance of the film was the doll and i know i i think that is not a commonly held opinion based on what i've been reading online a little some people are a little you know don't like it some people do like it Mm -hmm. i thought it was fantastic though yeah i also really enjoyed it all right so paperboy is played by brian tyree henry Anyway. anyway. All right, on to point number three. Um, so this is kind of a spoiler. So if you're not into spoilers, I guess. Just skip ahead like a minute. Skip along. Yeah. So there are two really shitty dudes in this movie. Oh, this part's definitely a spoiler. There's a uh, cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater, if you will, um, as well as like a voyeuristic creep. So there's two shitty dudes. And both of them die. And one of my favorite things about slashers is that you root for the killer, generally. And then, of course, the final girl. Mm -hmm. Assuming there's a final girl. Um, But so, in this movie, it's kind of hard to root for Chucky because he's creepy. But he, the kills of these two shitty characters, I was, like, rooting for that creepy little dude. Mm -hmm. Um, So, those two kills. And the way that they were killed were quality you know we didn't look at each other's list before we recorded that but there's like a like serendipity in the way we're presenting these so So we didn't we didn't write our list together but i did glance at your list and decide to go in my order so i thought this i thought this beautiful cosmic happening was totally by random but i guess it was engineered anyway Anyway, my third thing kind of goes along with that. I loved the two main kills that you discussed, um, but those two kills are are the two kills in the film. Mm-hmm. And I thought that there wasn't enough kills. And, you know, to more casual horror fans or non-horror fans, that's going to sound a little bloodthirsty. But the reason you go to see slasher movies like this, and this isn't a p- pure slasher. No. You know, it's a killer doll movie, you could call it. But still, there are slasher elements, and I wanted to see a few more kills. Now, I have heard other people say 
And I keep on going back to the haters with this movie because I really did enjoy this movie. I've heard other people say that the kills weren't impressive, which I totally disagree with. I thought the two main kills that we got were really gruesome and really fun and got, couldn't have happened to better people in terms of them yeah. being really shitty. One is like a la... Um... Well, let's let's not okay. give it away. Okay. Yeah, Never yeah. I we'll let you use because this is they're really good they're and they're good. really fun. They're, they're really good. surprising and really fun, um, and very different. Um, but yeah, I just thought there weren't enough kills in this film. Yeah. You know, I I understand, and I you know one of the great strengths of this movie is it was only an hour and a half, and they didn't have mm-hmm. enough time to kind of develop characters to be killed where you would actually care about it and things like that. And there is a scene at the end where like there's a lot of chaos and people are dying, but you don't you know they're not like focal points yeah it's not the same as like uh you know what would drawn out a real kill i think people dying versus like a kill god we sound so bloodthirsty but you know that's (laughs) that's part of the fun of these films that's what we're here for exactly exactly so that would be my biggest complaint about the film um you know otherwise i just had a really good time i mean i would compare this film uh you know, favorably to something like, you know, it, something that we reviewed on these past reviews to like Ma, where you just sit there and you have a really good time. Ma has a little bit more deeper themes yeah. that we kind of didn't get into in our review. But, um, you know, this is a movie where you can sit down and have fun and kind of shows you that um, remakes or reimaginings um, can be good. You know, I think Halloween kind of set the blueprint for something like this. And I think this film is more akin to Halloween than kind of a straight remake because it's, it's more of a reimagining mm-hmm. of the, the whole series. Whereas... Halloween was a re like a reimagining slash sequel. Um, this is a little bit different than that, but um, you know, I just thought it was a lot of fun. It's not going to like win any Academy Awards or anything, or Best of the Year Horror Movie Awards or anything. But it's a good time. It's if you especially I I must stress this: if you have the movie pass, there's no reason to not go see this because it's free for you and it's an hour and a half. So go out and see it on a Wednesday night or Thursday night, and you'll still have the rest of your night to have you know make dinner and do your chores so hang go and out see with this your cats. hang out also, with your cats also i just i love that movie pass has been dead for months arguably close to, at least a year mm-hmm. and we're still and just what it is what i call amc no you i know. know it's just what it is we are a-listers people yeah we're a-listers we and stuff so yeah i went into this movie with very low expectations. I think being one of the only people on the planet that enjoyed the Pet Cemetery remake, you know, I, I was keeping the bar low. And as soon as we walked out, definitely would highly recommend this film for a fun hour and a half. So that's two recommends. Um, if you're going to, you know, if you're looking for a horror movie to watch too, even if you don't have the movie pass, I think this movie is totally worth 10 bucks. And oh, for sure. Totally worth, worth, worth it for it. a good time. You're not going to... I don't. I can't imagine anybody other than maybe Child's Play fans or just non horror fans, uh, you know, not enjoying this film. So I definitely go out and check it out. And um, you know, there you go, folks. Uh, we'll be we're releasing this on a Wednesday. A week from now, we'll be releasing um, a really really fun episode that we just recorded. So um, make sure you listen to that when it, when it drops. Make sure you listen to our interview with the um, creators of Demon Hunter. We have all sorts of shit um, going on. So, uh, and also make sure you like, subscribe, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, all that stuff. But most of all, thank you for listening. And thank you, co-host Chanel, for co-hosting. Hopefully not for the last time, too. Yeah, more Chanel content. We'll get more Chanel content in the future for sure. But thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.